being Irish, and particularly from Northern Ireland, I think we all have the experience of what it is to say, small world, at least once a week, surely. Mainly because where we come from, well, it is. I mean, there's hardly a day you would venture into the centre of Belfast that you wouldn't see somebody you know. I always said to myself, it wouldn't take one of us to be doing a wee bit on the side, you know, you'd never get away with it. I mean, I'm not even from Belfast, but a grand wee town in County Tyrone called Coal Island, or the island, as it is affectionately known. So here's me, as they say in North Belfast, going into a wee coffee shop in Royal Avenue. Not particularly that I wanted to remain anonymous, or that I have a habit of going incognito or anything, but the proprietor says to me, straight off the bat, here, didn't you used to be married to your man, the Englishman, who he mentioned by name? Then he goes on to tell me exactly who I am, and all breed, seed and generation of the family back in the island. Turns out his stepdad used to knock about with my ex in the Grand V town itself. And we went on to have a great old yarn that included photos of children and all that you do when that happens. But you only think you can get away from someone when you try here in our wee country. The current husband was on his way to Ibiza a couple of years back with a mate. I wasn't invited. And who turns up to be in the exact same hotel as him, but the very same man, ex-husband, the English man, and here's the husband, current, sending me pictures of the two of them beside the pool drinking cocktails together as if I want to see that when I'm stuck at home wearing a squad of wains. There was this other time the current husband was in Amsterdam for the weekend with the lads. There's a bit of a theme here, isn't there? And he's walking down the street when he runs into a really good mate of my brothers and the two of them are sending me pics of them having coffee. Well, in a coffee shop, at least that's what he said. I've been living in North Belfast for 25 years now and have had a great affinity with the place, considering myself an adopted North Belfastian at this stage. But I'd been here quite some years when it was discovered, through investigating a wee bit of a genealogy, that one half of the family didn't hail from the island at all, and that my father had been born and lived literally a few streets away from here, where I now live in the Antrim Road. It made sense why I always felt so at home here. I'd had prior connection with North Belfast too, from my misspent youth at the Gale Talk in Donegal. Every year, the Dungannon Academy girls had what you might call a special connection with the St Malachy's boys. Indeed, I had a special connection with quite a few of them. Oh, it was all very innocent when you think about it now. We were 13 or 14 after all. But there was a pair of twins, as there usually is, and I couldn't work out which one of them I fancied the most. So I think I just took turns at snogging the two of them as the notion took me. But that's not the point of the story, to get back to it being a small world. A few months back, I noticed that my daughter was friends with one of these twins on Facebook. Isn't that how we all discover who's connected to who these days? Turns out she'd been working in a bar with him for a year and took great pride in then going in to settle him. I believe you snogged my ma. But I suppose the one that sprung to mind when I saw the theme of small world coming up on 10 by 9 was an episode from many a year ago when I was a wee innocent country girl who'd gone to England to university and knew nobody when I arrived. I had to build connections from scratch and was working in London for the first summer. I was only about 19 or 20. These were heady days for a young girl. The place was hustle and bustle and I wandered in with a new mate into a bar. Could have been any bar. We didn't know which end of London we were in, but it happened to be called Compton's. Now, myself and my mates soon started to notice that we were the only women in there. But notwithstanding that, we'd been hoping to be noticed, but none of the men seemed to want to oblige us in that respect. Now, this was around 1988, and I'd never met a gay person, nor did I know what one looked like. I always imagined I'd know one if I saw one, and I obviously just never had. But after a wee while, 
I don't know what it was, but it was beginning to dawn on me that maybe this was in fact a gay bar, and the thought was very exciting to me. So I was drinking away and taking in the sights, so to speak, when this guy comes out of nowhere, dressed in shiny burgundy trousers and a sort of a half top which showed his belly. He walks straight up to me and goes, are you Fiona Malloy? Well, you could have knocked me down with a feather. I swear, I do remember that the blood kind of drained from my face and I felt a bit dizzy. And I says, what? He says, they went to the academy in Dungannon. I'm like, what? Seriously? Turns out he had also gone to the academy and was a year above me. I did remember his name being mentioned. And then I got a good look at him. I knew his face, but I never knew, you know, these things just weren't talked about openly in them days. Well, that night we went to heaven. And no, that is not a metaphor. He took me to this big gay club under Charing Cross Station called Heaven. And my eyes were fairly open that night, I can tell you. Men in skin-tight lycra, stilettos and black leather and plastic, men dangling from ceilings, some of them in cages looking very shiny and strangely covered in grease, all of them extremely friendly and happy and, well, just gay. It was one of those momentous occasions in life, like the first time I'd met a Protestant. You know, you just don't forget it. It made its mark on me. I had the night of my life and an education to boot. Your man and I had a few great nights out after this as he showed me the alternative sights of London. What a summer. I felt my horizons were well and truly broadened and all because it really is a small world. Oh, that is so fantastic. Thanks very much, Fiona. <laughs> um, that, like, you, you just told us this magnificent story of bumping into this guy and then you compare it very casually to the first time you met a Protestant. So we are looking forward to that story sometime, the first time you met a Protestant. That'll be very exciting. But thanks very much. That is magnificent. Is, is, did you ever go, did, how many times over the course of that summer did you go to heaven? Not a, a euphemism. <laughs> we went back. We went back a few times and, and a few other places as well. We loved it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is just magnificent. Do you keep in touch with them? Oh, gosh, no, I've lost him now. I've lost him. Oh. You know, I'd love, to, I'd love to find him again, to be honest, yeah. But you never know. <laughs> Facebook might be the thing. You should check your, your, one of your daughter's Facebook pages. She <laughs> might have worked with him in a bar somewhere. I should. I should. So, yeah, thanks very much. That's uh, magnificent. Thank <laughs> you.